Good morning. Welcome to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas. I'm your host of today's show, and I'm here with Courtney Burnett. Courtney, thanks a lot for being on the show this morning. Thanks for having me. Okay, so Courtney, you're a regular. You've been on the show a lot of times. We've talked a lot about design stuff, kitchens, you name it, trends, paint mm -hmm. colors. What else? What else? I think we've talked about almost anything design, home remodeling related. Exactly. Technologies, appliances, materials. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always changing, so there's always something to talk about. That's all good material for the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, right? Exactly. All right, let's keep <laughs> it on remodeling today. Okay. Because sometimes we get a little bit off topic, but not too much. No, never. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so here we are in November, and I really appreciate everybody tuning in this morning. Thanks for tuning in to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. We love our loyal listeners. We hear from a lot of you. Uh, from time to time, and especially when we do home shows, I think, Courtney, people are always coming up saying, hey, we hear you guys on the radio, and so we like hearing that. We love hearing that, of Or course. sometimes I'm at the gas pump, you know, <laughs> and they see my Dave Fox uh, truck, and they say, hey, are you uh, Dave Fox? Of course, <laughs> I don't think they call, they ask if you are Dave Fox, but almost every male employee here, they ask if they're Dave Fox. You know, Fox. I've had some strange stories around that, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not Dave Fox either. Yeah. Okay. Logos <laughs> <laughs> right. and all. Yeah, <clears throat> but... As most of our listeners know, Dave, he was the founder of our company, and he retired in 2005 and is enjoying mm -hmm. his retirement down in Florida. That's right. So we always wish him the best. So um, let's see. Last week, I was talking to Mark Mason from APCO. Mm -hmm. Of course, Mark does great work for us. He does siding, um, exterior work, uh, gutters, all that kind of stuff. And they've got a nice design team for exteriors there to help people and clients. And I know that you guys have worked with them too, Courtney, on yes. some projects. Yep, where they'll help us coordinate with materials and finishes, yeah. uh, kind of guide us through that process. That's yep. one area I wouldn't say I'm an expert in. Yeah. Uh, I have some opinions on how things should look, but I really We've appreciate We've definitely folks drawn like on Mark. you for color advice. Of course, yes. Yeah. So he makes a good uh, team partner for yeah. us when we need to coordinate new exteriors. Yep, and exteriors are a huge deal nowadays. People always like good curb appeal. Oh yeah. Yep, and it's, I you know, it's, if you look at over what's happened over the last 10, 15 years, I think uh, curb appeal is more important to people today than it was 15 years ago. I think people are more aware of it mm -hmm. um, to some degree. Uh, well, they're more aware of everything when it comes to design True. and, and right. home remodeling trends yeah. and technology. Howls, Pinterest, of gives them all these ideas, right? HGTV. <laughs> I think there was even a TV show called Curb Appeal <laughs> oh, at one point mm -hmm. in time. So, But it sets the tone. It's, mm -hmm. it's what your guests and family and friends kind of see before they even step into your home, which yeah. we know the interior is really important to our clients, but the exterior and that curb appeal, it, it sets the mood, it sets yep. the tone. Yep. And it's nice to work hand in hand when we're in a large project and we're doing maybe a multi-room remodeling. And some of it may ex involve some exterior. If we're putting an addition on, we're either matching the existing siding or exterior, or maybe sometimes our clients will take that as an opportunity to go ahead and just redo the whole exterior. Sure, sure. Right. And sometimes we want to create some sort of an accent and use a very different material. Mm -hmm. to kind of start mixing uh, around the facade of the home, which I think you're seeing more of today with designs That can of make multi. such a huge impact, can it? It if really you, if can. If you uh, really vary textures and materials mm -hmm. and colors and mm -hmm. can make a real impact. Yeah, it's almost taking the same techniques and rules that we'd apply to the interior of mixing mm -hmm. and matching finishes and textures, textiles, and applying it to the exterior, um, which 
it's been done for a long time, but again, I think people are really paying more attention to it now. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So we want to know our, our want our listeners to know that they can reach us by emailing info at davefox.com. So that's info at davefox.com. If you ever have a question about uh, what you heard on a radio show, maybe you have um, ideas of future topics. Sometimes uh, our listeners will give us ideas of things, and we always try to address that. Um, so okay. info at davefox.com. If you want to listen to any previously broadcast shows, you could go to davefoxradio.com, and there you'll see a whole list of all of our previously broadcast shows, all kinds of topics. So speaking of topics, what's mm-hmm. the topic for today, Courtney? Today, we're going to talk about kitchen planning, okay. uh, dig into cabinetry planning, which is the central baseline for the kitchen, and kind of expand from there. Yeah. So, And, and this is the time of the year where everybody's really spending a lot of time in the kitchen and thinking about the kitchen because that old holiday Thanksgiving's right around the corner. So all the friends and family are going to be in the kitchen. You're going to be cooking those big meals. No kidding. Thinking about. So we tend to get a lot of feedback around this holiday specifically because it's kitchen awareness month almost. You're really noticing maybe what you like, what you don't, and what you need in the future. Yeah. And here we are in November. So obviously it's too late for someone to call and say, hey, can you get my kitchen done before Thanksgiving, right? (laughs) Sure. But we get a lot of people right after Thanksgiving really now thinking about their kitchen because maybe they spent the holidays Mm -hmm. somewhere else and were in someone else's home Mm -hmm. in their great kitchen and, and they loved it. Or maybe they had all their family at their home and realized how much their kitchen doesn't work yeah. and how much they need a new kitchen. So everybody's really aware of the kitchen right now. And I think that's puts a little spike in people thinking about kitchen remodeling. Okay. So holiday. speaking of that, we have a listener right now, I know out there that's mm-hmm. thinking that very thing. So what's your advice for them? For the listener that's thinking about remodeling yeah. their home? Well, it's, they're getting into Thanksgiving. Maybe they're having the family over. Sure. They're having 10, 15 people over. Sure. They've got to cook in their kitchen a lot. they got to right? make it work, right? And they're frustrated with their kitchen. They know it's not what it needs to be sure. to do this, pull off this kind of an entertainment. Well, you know, uh, I guess this is my personal opinion. Maybe it's not my kitchen designer opinion, but uh, it's survival mode. You've got the family coming over. Mm-hmm. You're about a week or so away, so you just have to make it work, mm-hmm. right? And ultimately, the holiday is about spending time with your friends and your family. So that's what's going to be most important. So maybe let it go a little bit. If you can't cook Mm -hmm. two turkeys and you can't do all the Mm -hmm. things because you only have one oven, it's okay. Mm -hmm. At this point, take a deep breath and go, what can you do? What can you accomplish? And enjoy it. I love that advice because I've always gone by the saying, whatever you focus on gets bigger. Mm -hmm. So if you're focusing on your kitchen is out of whack, that's going to be a huge thing to you. But if you're focusing on this is a great time for family to get together and enjoy it, then that's the big focal Mm -hmm. point. You know, it's funny. I was listening to a podcast the other day, not at all related to kitchen design, but it was talking about um, the science of the human brain and the way that we are wired to always think about the worst case and the best case. Mm -hmm. So in any term, it's never really that extreme. You know, you think about all the things that could go wrong and how bad this is going to be. And then you get through that situation and then you say to yourself, well, it wasn't so bad. It turned out okay. Exactly. Or you build up something to be so big and so great and it's Mm -hmm. just going to be all this stuff. And then you think, boy, it wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be. And we we take our our thoughts to these extremes. And I know we definitely do this around the holidays, Uh, both positive and negative ways. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, let's just roll with it a little bit. And if your kitchen's not what you want it to be, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, too late to make major changes. But there's little things I think you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I know I've had uh, years past where, I had a neighbor out of town, and so they let us use use their oven while they were gone. So we oh, were able cool. to pop over there, throw a few things in their oven because we yeah. really needed to, and we mm-hmm. didn't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe you have someone on your street that could mm-hmm. let you borrow an oven. 
um, maybe you'd be surprised about what you could bake in a toaster oven or a crock pot and, yeah. and get creative yeah. or just have people bring stuff over to you. Yeah, you good. Know, there's always a way. Okay, now let's <laughs> say that same person now is thinking about next Thanksgiving. So mm -hmm. what's your advice next to them year. if they plan on, they're saying, okay, I've got to do something with this kitchen. Not enough time now, and yep. I'm going to have the best positive mental attitude about good family time and friend time. But next year, what's now your what? advice to them? Great, great question, and I've been thinking about this. You know, I think one of the challenges when you are in this position, you're ready to start thinking about that remodel, is that there's so much information out there, and there's so many pictures online, and mm -hmm. it's almost that that moment where you're paralyzed because there's just so many things to think about. Yeah. Uh, of course, that's where we come in and help you manage it, but you know, research is important, and I think um, there's a couple things I would recommend to a client to research specifically before they maybe even call us. So number one, I would recommend researching appliances okay. because there are so many different options available today. Technology has really changed the appliance market and there's almost nothing that I would consider standard anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of the sky's the limit. So start online, of course, with that research, but definitely visit local showrooms with appliances because the folks in there are experts and they can walk you through and really tell you the pros and cons of all these different things, those bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. And I think that's number one in the kitchen where you really should start, especially if you love to cook. Okay, so Courtney, I see we're about out of time here. We haven't even had you introduce yourself to our radio audience yet. So the next segment, <laughs> We're going to have you give a little of your background okay. in case we have new listeners that haven't heard you. So we're going to be right back. And welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas, and Courtney Burnett is with me. And we are talking about kitchens, right? Yes, yes we are. And we had quite a, a lot of fun talking about those in the first segment. So here we are. If you're just tuning in right now to the segment two of the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, uh, Courtney Burnett, Burnett, excuse me, well, let's start that again. Courtney Burnett is our interior design manager and has been for long time oh, I think 15 years yeah. almost 15 years yep somewhere around there yeah and um, wonderful years I might add thank you <laughs> and I would agree to that um, so just tell uh, give a little bit of background to your, our listeners just sure sure so I uh, went to the Ohio State University very proud Buckeye here many of us at Day Fox were um, and did go to school and study uh, interior design I focused on residential design uh, among some other uh, things there and uh, had the opportunity to come on board at Dave Fox as an intern, uh, which was a really wonderful experience. Clearly worked out quite well. Mm -hmm. uh, I had the opportunity to stay on board as a designer uh, uh, after graduating uh, and then eventually uh, started managing the department and have seen the company change and grow over the last 15 years. And um, I'm a certified kitchen designer, so uh, a number of our staff members here have mm -hmm. different certifications specific to what we do in remodeling, kitchen and bath design as well. Um, and, and, you know, I'm really proud of that. It's a hard uh, exam to pass and it's worth the studying. It's worth the, the hours and time because really uh, kitchens and bathrooms specifically are, are complicated spaces. Uh, it's important to know what you're doing. You're working with electricity, water, safety, um, but also to create a a great space and design that's both beautiful and functional Functional mm -hmm. uh, can take a lot of effort, uh, and it does. So mm -hmm. uh, I've had the opportunity to work on many, many kitchens, bathrooms, and all kinds of other projects here uh, over the years, and, and everyone's always different. Mm -hmm. You know, even though you can work in the same size space or the same neighborhood over and over again, the family's different, the people uh, 
their tastes are different, the bones of the house, the problems you can run into. So it's exciting. It's, mm-hmm. it's a rewarding process yeah. to work through. Yeah. Uh, and once I feel like once you're in this industry, it's it's hard to get out because it's addictive. You it just is. really enjoy kind of getting into all this and, and problem solving, working with teams, yeah. thinking through things. And, and there's always new things. There's always there? new things. Yeah, no matter what, there's something new all the time. Very true, very yeah. true. Okay, and as you were talking about the certification, the certified kitchen and bath designer, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's NARI certifications like mm-hmm. cert- <clears throat> certified remodeler, uh, certified lead carpenter. And these are, um, I think, really important things because it's not to say you can't be a good kitchen designer uh, without having that certification. But what the certification shows to everybody is you're serious about it. You went mm-hmm. to a lot of effort to study and to learn and to take a grueling tests mm-hmm. to get this certification. So it shows that you are committed to this industry. Definitely. There's so a lot of commitment that's, in that. that's proof of that. And um, not that people can't be a good kitchen designer without it, but if they do have it, you know that that person is dedicated to the industry. They put a lot of hard work into getting mm-hmm. that certification, and that means a lot. It does. It really does yeah. mean a lot. Yep. Uh, and, and everyone here that has any of those designations I know is very proud of mm-hmm. that. Uh, they uh, are you know, excited about it. Uh, they work hard to maintain it too. Most of those require yeah. consistent CEUs and things that have to be submitted right. to make sure that they're maintaining uh, and continuing to learn. Yeah. Because as you mentioned, things are always changing. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't learn anything new mm-hmm. from 15 years ago to now in design, I wouldn't be a relevant designer. Yeah. You know, a lot has changed and it's changing quicker and quicker really yep. every year. So you have to stay on top. Yep. So with both of our certifications, every year we've got to send in proof that we had the right amount of training mm-hmm. for that. Just to, so, to, like you say, to stay uh, to show that we're staying up to date. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So if we go back to where we were talking right before the last segment ended, mm-hmm. you started to give advice to this listener out there that's thinking next year they've got to tackle that kitchen. And you mentioned the importance of appliances. Correct. So what would yes. be next? So yes, so researching appliances, most important place to start, and it helps funnel you into one thing because as I mentioned, there are so many things to think about. It can be very overwhelming and it's hard to know where to start. So start with appliances, do some research online, but definitely visit local showrooms because those folks here in town can really walk you through pros and cons, price variances, you know, all the things that you might not be aware of um, and probably aren't because again, technology has really changed a lot when it comes to size, fit, finish, and features. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's something out there for everyone, but um, very, very different things that people might enjoy or or not enjoy having. Mm -hmm. So starting there, I think is important. I think when you're thinking about your own space and you're in your own home, pay attention to what does not work in your space. Don't start with the, the wants and the dreams. Start with what doesn't work well, uh, what you don't like. And it's, Mm -hmm. Amazing to see how easy that is for people. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's usually easier to f- identify things you don't like maybe mm-hmm. than things that you do. So yeah. again, it's a good starting mm-hmm. point. I think it's a little bit easier. And that's usually what I ask clients the very first time I come into their home. I said, tell me what it is about your kitchen that you don't like, that doesn't serve you well, that frustrates you. Mm-hmm. That's a very important list of information for me to gather. It gives me a good understanding of what direction we need to go in to avoid those types of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's something really great to pay attention to. Uh, then, of course, you want to start making a wish list of the things you really do want. Uh, I think everybody knows this at some point. They want to make a wish list of their their uh, priorities. Um, but actually taking that wish list and then reordering it 
in priorities is important. And that's the part that I think a lot of people miss. They might have 40 things written down that they mm -hmm. want. Mm -hmm. But if I ask, well, what are the top five? It can be really hard to do. Yeah. So, you know, make your list. Don't worry about the order at first. Just add to it as, as you please. But then go back later and start numbering it and put, put a number to everything and put it in order from most important to least important. Mm -hmm. Because the listener out there listening, thinking about that kitchen is no different from, you know, you or I. We all want a million things, but we don't necessarily have the budget for the million yes. things. So at mm -hmm. some point you're going to have to prioritize. Yes. And it's hard to do when you're thinking about a bunch of other things. Mm -hmm. So the priority list can be fluid and it might change at some point. But I think having the wish list organized that way is really, really helpful when it comes down to budgeting and deciding maybe what to cut out or what to include. I agree. You know, there's always some compromise in remodeling mm -hmm. and you're never going to get everything. You know, some of it has to do with just the features of your home because we're working with, you know, people's homes and the layout and we can do major changes to layout and change doors and window locations and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes uh, budget considerations come in and give us constraints and we're perfectly willing to work around that. But for people to understand that there's always going to be some trade-offs, and I think you're, you're right on, Courtney, with that prioritization list, because then you know what's really the most important to you and what are you going to get and how, and how is that going to really change your life and improve the, everything that you're doing in that kitchen and how you're serving your own family as mm -hmm. well as entertaining. Yes. And then you can work off that priority list, and then we as designers know what to focus on and make sure that we nail those important things. And then maybe we can offer options or different ideas about some of the other things on the list. Yes, yes. And, you know, everyone's priorities are different. So as a designer and, and talking to every different client and having that wish list, I need to know what's most important to you. Sure. And, and we all value things differently and value how we spend our money differently. So that priority list not only helps you as a homeowner, but it really helps give your design team the best feedback about you and what's mm -hmm. most important. And they will serve you better as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because the more our client will share with us, mm -hmm. and that's everything. It's not only their ideas and what they don't like and what they do like, but also honest conversations about what is their budget and what are their parameters because right. we want to design around that. We don't want to push anything on anybody or try to over-design it. We really want to take their budget, we give it respect, and we want to target that in our design. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I want, I want you to have everything you need, you know, in your home. We want to see that design be built um, and change your life and your family's lives. Yeah. So, so we want you to have that too. But there are many, many times where I've said to myself or a co-designer, oh, well, if I'd only known that, I would have done this differently. But we yeah. found out later. And usually we can still make adjustments and make things happen. But, yeah. you know, really vital, important pieces of information can be missing. And if it's not shared it's hard for me to help. That's right. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, Courtney, what are we going to shift our conversation to? I think we're going to shift over to just some of the advances we've seen in cabinetry specifically uh, in today's market. Great. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. Really glad for all of our tuners listening in. In case you are just tuning in, uh, this is segment three, and I've got Courtney Burnett with me here. Courtney, thanks a lot for being here. Thanks for having me. So we're talking about kitchens today, Courtney. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure a lot of people are thinking about kitchens because it's uh, pretty quick before Thanksgiving here, right? right? Not too much time until the big turkey goes in the, the big oven. big turkey day. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I imagine a lot of our listeners are entertaining or they're going to friends or to family mm -hmm. home and uh, having a lot of family time and times for friends to get together. Yep. So it's a great time, I think, a great season just to be thankful for everything. Of course. Absolutely. And... Yeah. Uh, 
who better to be thankful with than your family and your close mm-hmm. friends? Absolutely. Yeah. So will you be cooking a big turkey in that kitchen of yours this year, Not Gary? me, but my wife will okay. be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Put <laughs> that I'll kitchen to work. I'll be eating it, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> good, I good, love, good. Oh, that's uh, probably my favorite meal of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, goes on and on. It goes on and on. Yeah. Thanksgiving is my, it is my favorite holiday. Yep. I just, there's something about the four days. You can really stretch it out yeah. as a holiday. Mm-hmm. You get to eat great food, look yep. forward to it. What's some of your favorite foods? Ooh, my favorite foods. Definitely, I love a mushroom gravy with mashed mm. potatoes. Mm. That sounds good. Definitely love that. Yeah. Cornbread is yeah. a favorite of with mine. Honey? Um, nope. No, I've never done it with oh, the honey. Oh, I love it with honey. It's no. so good. You I usually, try it. I have a recipe. A lot of butter and a lot of honey. It's really healthy you too, right? You can't really right? go wrong with that, right? <laughs> yeah. I like to put jalapenos in my cornbread. The spicier, oh, the better. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, not what, everybody likes that, Actually, though. a little honey on that would taste good with that, that kind of spicy good. flavor. Maybe I'll try that this year. Give that a try. Hmm. Yeah. Is it lunchtime yet? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right, so now that we've got everybody hungry. Yep. Um. What were we talking about? We're going to keep talking about <laughs> kitchens, the place okay. where all this magic happens, all right. where, where all the food is made. Um, so we're going to talk about maybe the, the foundation of the kitchen outside of the appliances and the food mm-hmm. uh, would be the cabinets. Yeah. That's kind of sure. a big part, right? Yep. The biggest part of the budget typically comes from yep. cabinetry too, yep. wouldn't you say? And it's one thing that can have extreme extremes, right? Yes. <laughs> from yes. very inexpensive, cheap to very expensive. Yes. Yeah. There's quite a range. Mm-hmm. Um Again, that's, I guess, another another place to research, but I think that's where the professionals can really help you out yeah. as a consumer, is showing you, letting you touch and feel, mm-hmm. um, talking you through the pros and cons of, of different yeah. types of uh, finishes to different brands to different builds mm-hmm. because cabinets can be constructed and built different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may you know, lend to your kitchen one way or another based on your aesthetic, mm-hmm. uh, based on you know what your needs are. Mm-hmm. So there's really no one answer. It's kind of a whole combination of little things from your home, the goals of the design, the mm-hmm. aesthetic that you like, the appliances you might even want. Um, you might have a, your eye on more custom appliances, so you need cabinets that are gonna be able to be customized to fit those very specific needs. Yeah. So a lot of, there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of factors here. Yeah, you said something that really struck me and you said that that's, you know, there's so much out there that that's where you guys can help our clients. Yes. And I was thinking, like right now my wife wants to get a new car, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I know what she's been driving, she likes it, but we're just looking at other models too, other manufacturers and models. Mm-hmm. And so I've been on the website looking at cars and pricing them and reading about them. And as I'm doing that, it's like I can only take in so much info because mm-hmm. I'm not a car pro. And I don't know all the ins and outs of the different models and the different features. So I'm kind of at a loss because it take me months to, you know, to read all the information about all those cars. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm, re- I'm thinking, okay, now who of my friends can I reach out to that just give me a concise information? You know, right. this is where you want to go because of this and this and this. Yeah. You know, so you got all that knowledge in somebody that can be so helpful to you. But if you're on your own, it's like, where do you start, you you know, and are you going to make the right decision? And when you read stuff online, you know, how much of it are you going to really believe? Yeah. So that's why I think, and you guys are trustworthy. Our company's trustworthy. And if Uh, people come here, we're going to give you really good um, experience, really honest information and point you in the right direction. And that is so helpful. Well, to your car analogy, I mean, imagine if you could have a a well-trusted car consultant Mm -hmm. and you met with this person and you said, well, here are the things that... 
my wife and I really love about her car, but here are the things she's frustrated about and doesn't like. Mm -hmm. This is maybe what we think we might want to spend. And you just let them then tell you some information. So, okay, based on what you like and what you don't, Mm -hmm. maybe these are the four models of cars I would recommend. This is why I would recommend this one. That's what we do. Um, That's why I mentioned kind of in that research phase at the beginning is paying attention to what you do and don't like and what are your priorities. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. based on that, that gives me a lot of knowledge to where I can start making educated recommendations and show clients, you know, these are my thoughts on what we should do in your space or what we should consider building mm-hmm. in your space. And this is why. Yep. Maybe these are the pros and cons to this versus that. And budget's a big part of that. So of maybe someone's in a certain budget range. So you know the different brands and models and mm-hmm. features that are going to fit that budget range. Of course. And there's no sense in wasting time looking at something way up high or way or low. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can target that and you're familiar enough with the brands and all their features that you can recommend. Okay, here's what works in that budget range. It's a great solution. Right. And saves people tons of work. Yeah. Yep. And and it's a process. It's a process of, you know, information gathering, a little bit of research on our end, putting together some good suggestions, mm-hmm. and then presenting it in a way that feels easy to digest and organize. Um, because, again, we... It can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, I sometimes think of our roles as designers as a tour guide of the design world. And we're gonna kind of sure. take you through these areas and we're gonna hit the highlights and we're gonna explain the things you really need to know so yeah. you can enjoy yourself through the process and have mm-hmm. a really great outcome. Perfect. Yeah. So Okay. Why not? Um, but let's talk cabinetry. I guess that's okay. what we're supposed to talk a little bit about. So mm-hmm. it's the foundation. It's the building block. Mm-hmm. It's what your appliances install into. It's what your countertops attach onto. So mm-hmm. the ca- cabinetry is, you know, your main storage, and it's going to be the layout of the space, how many people can sit at a space, uh, you know, and how you can work. Mm-hmm. So function first. Again, with everything, we want to lay out the space uh, so that it makes sense for your requirements, and then we want to talk aesthetics and um, features and benefits that you can get from cabinetry. Yeah. Um, the one thing that hasn't really changed over the years is it's still a box. <laughs> it's still a cabinet. It's still a box that's mm-hmm. meant to store items, but everything else around that has changed. Yeah. Uh, and some of the storage and organizational features on the inside, it's kind of one of the biggest changes. Uh, it can really keep you organized. And that's what I think our customers and most of our listeners probably are really loving is, you know, what is going to organize all my spices? If I put all my pots and pans away, is it going to be easy to get to my lids? And I'm going to have to unload everything to get to Mm -hmm. that one thing in the back. You know, we don't have time for that. So it's the storage and organization on the inside Mm -hmm. that can really make or break a great design. Yeah. You know, you mentioned spices. So my wife has a spice drawer that's like 42 inches wide. And it's got the, the little trays in it that you can lay all the spices down so mm-hmm. that the, the label's facing up. So every time someone that hasn't seen that opens it, a, a woman that's mm-hmm. a cook, she just lights up. And mm-hmm. I just we just had that happen a couple of days ago. Uh, one of the gals that was in helping my wife uh, prepare for a special event opened that drawer. And she just, and I was happened to be standing there watching her, <laughs> yeah. and she just lit up and she says, oh, this is the most beautiful thing in your kitchen. She said, I want to have one of these things. I understand that feeling <laughs> yeah. completely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was once in an Airbnb with some family and uh, went into the kitchen. We had just brought our bags in after you know a long journey out of town. And I opened the first drawer and it was a big wide drawer and every item in it was laid out and organized. And I gasped. I went, <gasps> and they went, what? What's wrong? And I was like, oh no, the drawer. It's, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, a lot of us really love well-organized things, mm-hmm. uh, but it makes our lives 
less chaotic, right? Yeah. I mean, that's really the goal in so many projects is mm -hmm. life is busy, there's things happening everywhere. And when you take the opportunity to redesign something in your home, you wanna feel more organized, more in control, reduce time, more efficient. And when mm -hmm. things are in their place and they have a place to be, yeah. it, it kind of creates all that and it makes us happier, it makes us feel good exactly. and just enjoy our time you know, at home with the people that mm -hmm. we wanna be with. Yep. Yeah. And with spices, you know, Murphy's Law always prevails. If you have a, a uh, deep <laughs> shelf full of spices, it's always the last one you pick up is the one you want, right? Of course, of course. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, okay. So we just got a couple of uh, seconds here before the break, Courtney. So um, we've talked about cabinets. Do we have any more to talk about with cabinets, or are we going to move on to a different topic? You know, we probably can cover a little bit more in the cabinet world, and we'll okay. see where we go from there. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So we will be right back. And welcome back. You are listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. And this morning I have Courtney Burnett with me. Courtney, thanks so much for being here. Always happy to be here. Great. So we've been talking about kitchens and here it is really close to Thanksgiving. And I know a lot of people are thinking about kitchens right now. Mm -hmm. And as we mentioned, I don't know, a couple segments ago, Courtney, there's probably people who are maybe kind of dreading having to cook in their kitchen. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have friends and family coming over and their kitchen is not what they wish it was. Mm -hmm, sure. And um, so we gave some pointers to them on how to cope with this year. Yep. And then also how to look forward to next year and plan if you really want to tackle that kitchen and get it in great shape. Yes. So that next year they can entertain and be so proud of, of their kitchen. Good planning well in advance is the yep. best thing they can do. Yep. Yeah. So if they happen to miss that segment, if you're listening now, you can always go to DaveFoxRadio.com and there you can hear everything that we talked about. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're still going to tackle cabinets a little bit. Yeah, yep. everything okay. really re revolves around cabinetry, but we'll shift gears a little bit and maybe talk about styling, what people are, are interested in today and maybe how that shifted, um, and then how that maybe rolls into working with appliances today uh, as well. So cabinetry, I think no matter where you are, in the US, we're seeing a really big shift towards simplicity. That doesn't mean everything's minimalist and ultra modern, mm -hmm. um, but even I would say the most traditional clients are mostly looking for something that's a little less fussy. Uh, maybe less nooks and crannies to clean around, things that just kind of feel a little bit more simplistic. So we've seen the the styling of the doors kind of reduced down to very simple shapes, yeah. um, clean lines, um, even some slab doors, which used to be considered very, very modern, mm -hmm. are well integrated into some transitional designs today. So simplicity is definitely a um, key to mm -hmm. not only cabinetry, but other parts of the kitchen as well. Mm -hmm. um, but kind of maybe to counterbalance that, we're seeing a mixture of more finishes and more textures and more materials. So even though maybe the cabinetry on the outside is more sleek and simple, it's not uncommon to see three different finishes in one kitchen. You know, we used to see it was just the island mm -hmm. and then everything else was something different. Mm -hmm. um, and that still happens today, but we're really seeing more than that. Uh, we're seeing a mix of maybe a flat painted finish with a uh, textured uh, wood that's maybe a bit more rustic. And then maybe there's another painted finish on oak. So you see some of the grain. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing a lot of mixes within the cabinetry segment. Um, I was just working this morning with a client on a, a cabinet order and we have five separate orders for one kitchen. Now, some of those separate orders have to do with customization and, okay. and not, but okay. we've got 
definitely three different finishes in that kitchen more of a graphite almost black paint we've got a kind of a warm white and then we've got a rustic wood yeah um, but it doesn't feel overwhelming you just have to sort of plan it right and plan the accents that's the key that's yeah. the key i would never ever try that on my own we would never let if you do not it by a pro, yourself do not try this at home because it could end up disastrous if i was doing it yeah but i've seen the things that you guys put together which is amazing and you know when you introduce the different colors and the different textures like you say it can be a simple cabinet mm -hmm. door but you can put in these amazing colors and stuff that just speak so much to the viewer yeah. And how long would you say that that trend has been popular? I mean, I think the trend of personalization and doing what you love versus what everyone else wants has increased exponentially. So people are more comfortable having all these little nuances change. Mm -hmm. um, but it's really only been maybe in the last, I would say, five or six years mm -hmm. that I've really seen people get extra comfortable with different colors. Um, on things that are really permanent. I yeah. feel like I used to always hear things like, oh, well, you can put blue on the walls and you can just paint it if you don't like it anymore. And today you can put blue on cabinets all day long and people don't even question it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very popular color right now. We're mm -hmm. seeing green really gain a lot of mm -hmm. acceptance, even canary yellow on a few pieces. And mm -hmm. people are just okay with, mm -hmm. this is the color I love. It's going to make a statement. I want yeah. it to be special. I don't want it to be like everything I've always had in the past or yeah. I've always seen. Yeah. I think that's an opportunity for people that maybe have a restricted budget, mm -hmm. but they can still have an amazing, stunning kitchen just by introducing some of these different colors and yes. textures. Yeah, yep. and it's funny, most of uh, the cabinet manufacturers I've worked in the, with in the past, if you wanted to have painted cabinetry, mm -hmm. the cabinetry was almost always painted on maple because it gave you a nice, smooth right. finish. Right. They didn't even let you <laughs> put it on anything else yeah. because that was silly, why would you do that? Yeah. Uh, well, now we're seeing a huge uh, resurgence of requests to put painted material on oak because people want to yes. see the grain. Yes. And most of our listeners are probably thinking, well, of course, that makes sense. I want to see grain yeah. on, behind my wood. But we, the factory was dumbfounded when we started requesting this. It wasn't even an option that they would do. Yeah. It just it didn't even make sense at the time. But that things change. so true. Because yeah. I, okay, being a woodworker myself for years, okay, and I would go to great pains to fill all that grain in oak so that it was smooth if I was ever painting it. Mm -hmm. Or even staining and finishing, I would take a colored uh, filler to fill all the pores. And I mean, we did that over and over and over again, went to a lot of work to do that. And now, just like you say, it's really, it makes an amazing finish when you see all that grain and let it be part of mm -hmm. the element that you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's part of the mm -hmm. character and yep. the uniqueness of, of what you're building and what you're making. Yeah. Um, and I think it's hard too sometimes for all of us to wrap our heads around, this isn't just a manufactured thing. You push a button and you get a cabinet. We're so used to you know going to the store or wherever and you get all these things and they're all exactly identical. You know, mm -hmm. my iPhone looks like everybody else's iPhone here. Yeah. It's always the same. Yeah. When you're talking about things like countertops, whether it's stone or quartz or cabinets, everything's built for your home and everything is different. Everything mm -hmm. has variation. You're going to have natural imperfections, but mm -hmm. that's what makes it unique and special. It's mm -hmm. not this plastic thing being, you know, shot out of a machine hundreds of times a day. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's still factories and assembly lines that go into this, but it's it's a very hand-touched product. Mm -hmm. um, and 
So I always try to remind people of that, you know, the beauty of the imperfection because nothing, wood will never be perfect. Yeah. It moves, it has its own character. Mm-hmm. It came from trees. And we often forget that when we come in and it's a cabinet. It goes wild in the woods. It's right? just this object, but this <laughs> yeah. started, yeah, yeah, out there somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very natural product. We yeah. try to control it a little mm-hmm. bit, um, but we're never going to perfectly. And that's a good thing. Yeah. 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 Go with the momentum, right? Exactly. Exactly. Great. So those are some of the things in terms of the aesthetics with cabinetry that we've we've seen lately and will continue to see. I think the other two things that um, more on the technology side that are impacting cabinetry makers and kitchen designers would be automation um, and hands-free um, in opening and closing things. So we're seeing a lot of electronics integrated into maybe it's the trash cabinet okay. uh, instead of grabbing that with your hand when your mm-hmm. hands are full you know maybe you tap it and the door opens mm-hmm. or i've seen them coming out with things where you can wave your foot underneath the toe kick of the trash and it'll open and close kind of like that really nifty car where you can wave your foot under the yes. trunk and it opens <clears throat> which i want you know what <laughs> so it makes sense i have one of those but i was carrying something heavy and inadvertently Wave my foot in front of that, and that lid started closing Ooh, on me. So okay. sometimes it kind of Good backfires. But <laughs> um, so we're seeing more of that, you know, mm-hmm. more automation built in, which can really become handy. Sometimes it's over the top and excessive, but sometimes it can really help you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have ten foot ceilings and you're not very tall. You know, we could all yeah. use a little help opening and closing things that we can't reach. And the other is interior lighting. Uh, it's been very common for a long time to light wall cabinets with glass doors. Yes. It's an accent. It shows off what's in the cabinet. Yeah. But now with the really advances with LED and how tiny and small these lights can be, we're seeing the interior of all the drawers being lit. The Lazy Susan cabinet is lit. Pretty much everything is uh and once you see it and you get used to it, you realize, wow, this is a great feature. You know, at night, you don't have to turn on the lights to get into the cabinet. Maybe your eyesight mm-hmm. every year gets a little worse, as most of us do. And you can really see what's inside and what's stored. So the lighting's been a big change, too. That's terrific. Okay, Courtney, it's been great talking with you. Thanks so much for being on this morning. We learned a lot. And uh, we just want to thank all of our listeners for listening. Uh, I want you to know that next week, I'm going to be talking with our folks at Hamilton Parker. They've been a great friend of ours. And if you ever have any comments, please email us at info at and we will look, f- look forward to speaking with all of you next Sunday morning at 8.